what if you are married to someone who is struggling with this or who is stuck? Yeah. And they're like, so one partner doesn't know kind of what to do. And the other partner has got this thing going on either. It's very meaningful work or very, you know, they're just, they're rolling, they're rocking and rolling and they're doing great. Yeah. How do they support help their partner who could be not quite sure, not yeah. quite there? I mean, first I, I want to say, and you, I think you would agree with this. That's not uncommon. No, we, this is, <laughs> I mean, this is a conversation we probably have once a week. Yeah. So I, if you're listening, I want you to, you probably think, ah, I wish I, or maybe I'm weird. Or I'm alone. In I'm this. alone. Or no. It seems like everybody else has it figured out. No. But that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you got to bring up our fight. I mean, I'm usually right, but that's true. It's not going to happen. Never, no way. Let's go back. Don't share that story. Hang on. Did I go too fast? You just jumped to purpose, which is you. You're what a visionary. I see your I'm connection a- here. <laughs> Love, Love or work. Welcome to the Love or Work Podcast. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. It's 2020. 20. We're in the 20s. 2020. That's crazy. It's a year of vision. It's a new decade. It's a new day. <laughs> a new day has spawned. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So today we wanted to say Happy New Year. Happy! It literally is January 1st. I know you're listening to it on a different day, but for us, it's, it's January, January 1st. 1st. Yeah. yeah. So we wanted to change it up a little bit and do a podcast about purpose. Yeah, because part of this whole project is a big part of it is this idea of, is it possible to change the world? A lot of the conversations in the midst of that ultimately go back to this ideal that is purpose. And one of the things we've been hearing from people and getting feedback on is the tension of finding your purpose. Yes. And I would like to say that if we're talking about purpose, sometimes that word even seems very daunting or it seems like this is the rest of your life, like your destiny. And yeah, I, almost like a mountaintop, like you hit the point, you hit, you've arrived. You got to your purpose. Yeah. But what I would just like to say and define it as is meaningful work. I Mm. think that can bring it down a little bit to be very practical for any person listening. And um, I think that's something that people in this generation is really seeking. Meaningful work. Meaningful work. So purpose is meaningful work. Yes. And then therefore, that also means it can change. I want to unpack that a little bit with you because I think some people might be in a job that they don't find meaningful work in. Right. So that would be a J-O-B job. That would be a job. But they may find meaningful work in volunteering at the local food kitchen. Yes. Or in their side hustle that they do at night Mm. or in their painting that they do when they come home or... Or leading a CrossFit yeah group at their you know local crossfit like their meaningful work doesn't always mean it's your job exactly yeah i think that's a good delineation to point out as well so purpose we're we're defining purpose as meaningful work and And you don't have to necessarily be paid for it oh yeah 
you just said a volunteer opportunity yep. could be meaningful work. Yeah, that's really cool. Right? Good so it's not necessarily paid for. Now, I think the ideal, right? I mean, I think the big ideal for anybody would be can I get paid for this meaningful work? Yeah. Because and- then it's more financially like rewarding. Right, because well. if you're doing meaningful work, you want more hours doing meaningful work. Right. And then when you want more hours, you think, well, that's got to work with budget and mm. money and my family and my, you know, partner, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and I think as we're starting the year, oftentimes people are wrestling with, what am I doing right now? Why am I why am I doing this? Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think that there's a lot of people that maybe even starting this new year feel daunting coming up with these like it feels daunting coming up with these resolutions these things we need to do because i think the hardest part about it is they feel stuck they do and they're not really sure they don't really know you know what to do next and so how am i going to come up with some resolution something that i want to say for 2020 or even you know we're even making it worse right now since it's a new decade we're saying what do i want to do for the next Next decade decade. yes you know and so it's like so much more stressful in that in that sense you know yeah that's a hard (laughs) that's a lot of pressure pressure. Yeah. Exactly. And the truth is everyone is seeking to find purpose in life. They're yeah. looking for something more. They we often are waking up every day going, what am I doing and why am I doing it and how does this contribute to the world in some way? I would love for you to share your coconut story. Yes, the coconut story. Yeah, this is where I think sometimes people are looking for an epiphany in a moment, right? Where there's a moment where everything changes and all of a sudden they found their purpose. All the dots connect together and this is their one thing. And for me, there is a moment when we were in Nicaragua where I kind of saw it in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, We would take bike rides every day, Mm -hmm. which is so funny because we... We, we would rent these. Our child the, on this bike. Yeah, in hindsight, this wasn't very safe. <laughs> we found this little. I, I want to share this. Oh this is my funny. goodness! We found this little bike shop that was employing people. It's really cool story, and and we had a two year old. Yes. And so we went to ride bikes. Eighteen month old. Eighteen yeah. months old. And we went to rent bikes, but they didn't have any child seats for the bikes. Yeah. Is that what you call them? Child, whatever. The, yeah. You strap them. But they had one that someone had given to them. And they were like, oh, well, we'll just... Um, they strapped a car seat on metal right, a wielding seat. a car they, seat, they, welded it onto the back of the bike. Because we said we would rent it for the next three months. Yes. And so we were going to give them this solid like income for That's like right. it was three a car months. Seat. And so they funny. literally took a car seat and welded it. So the next day it was welded. A car seat was welded to the back of a bike, yeah, but there was no all, straps. We are going to get all the parents, Hang you know, like now, this calling, is a great... DMing us and being like, you need to think about safety. This is so funny. So anyway, we... But then we get there and they're like, we did it. You know, like they're speaking to us in Spanish and they they said we did it. And I said, yeah, but there's no straps. Yeah. 
Anyway, so they were like, oh, it's no problem. <laughs> they took the rope. They just took <laughs> rope and like weaved it in and out and tied Jada in. And it was it's, like, all we, right. We tied her in with rope. Anyway, that was a yes. little side story. Wayside. So we please would, talk about the coconut man. So we would take these bike rides every day. We'd go from the city of Granada down to Lake Nicaragua. And is that what it's called? I think that was what it was, Lake Nicaragua. And right as we got there, we would see this boy. He was probably, what, 15 years old. And he's seated underneath a coconut tree. And there was a five-pound paint bucket on the ground, upside down, with a piece of plywood on top of it, and a little piece of paper with an arrow pointed up, and it just said $1. Mm -hmm. And so we would give him a dollar. He would climb the coconut tree with a machete, get a fresh coconut, bring it down, set it on the piece of plywood, and start hacking at the coconut. So when the coconut would come down, it would be green, big, probably, you know, eight inches in diameter. He'd start whacking, 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 whacking on all sides of it till it took its shape. He'd, you know, cut it almost like in half, not quite in half, and stick a straw in it and hand it to us, and we'd have fresh coconut milk. Mm -hmm. And... It was really interesting to me because I was like, wow, this is, this is actually the real story of finding purpose for me. It was like, I would try something and it, and I've realized that's not me. Not quite there. Yeah. I'm not quite there. So, so in that journey, it was like whacking a piece of that coconut off with the machete, you know, where it's like you're getting closer to the center yeah, to the center, well, and to the unique design that that coconut was, or to the unique design that we are. And we're finally saying, no, this is part of us that's not us. And over time, you get closer and closer and closer, refining who you are, what you're meant to do, how you can bring meaningful work to this world. So you think it's a lot of trial and error? Yeah, I mean, I think that, the, you know, I think that there's stories that we see on TV and in movies that kind of like speed that process up and there's this an epiphany and it's like wow that person is a genius and this is what they became and yada 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 but for me and my story and i think more stories than not it's more of a process to get to understanding where you even find meaning what what really connects with your heart and your soul Hmm, that's good so what would you also say to the person who is stuck in you know are you saying with your coconut story, would they be just trying some trial and error things? Yeah. Like, what do you say to that person who feels like it's 2020 and I'm stuck? I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Well, I do think, I think the idealism in meaningful work is a combination of four things. Oh, okay. We got and this points. Is, yeah. Well, Let I me mean, get my notebook out. These are not like rocket science points, but ultimately you talked about getting paid. That's a, that's the ultimate in the pursuit. That's the fourth question. But the first is like, what do you love? Okay. What's something that you love now for me? Like I love Michigan state basketball, but there's only one. You're not going to really be a coach. Yeah. And, and so, and that's okay. Like some things that you love are not your meaningful work in life. Sometimes Things you, can you just love, love it. can bring you joy. But it's this combination of things that you love. Okay. What do you love? What else? What are you good at? Okay. So this is where you're, you know, combining. Your strengths. Th- yes. Combining things that you love mixed with 
yeah, things that you are unique and can contribute in a, in a different way than the average person. Like yeah. yours, this is where it's like, I love to look at it as like a superpower. Like, what is your superpower? What yeah. is the thing that you're so good at? Nico would like that. Yeah, I mean, you, and it's funny to say that because, like, when you talk to a seven year old boy, He's they like, understand they superpowers. Get it. <laughs> but for some reason, we've lost that yeah. in our world. All right, so what's number three? Well, hang on. Oh. I think you have a superpower of empathy. Oh, thank you. And I think that is a driver of why you serve people in the medical field. Yeah, I would say Um, so. Now, in the midst of it, there's some people you're like, like, for instance, when I'm sick, (laughs) empathy might not be as high as the average person. I'm joking. But but I do think that's a superpower. I say basically suck it up (laughs) is really what I say to you. Number three. Hang on. But it is funny because... It's not unusual that the thing that your your superpower is the thing that you absolutely don't want to give to your partner. <laughs> so this is that's not unusual. No, no, no. So this is like I, we talk to people all the time. It's like um, I'm married to a person that owns a creative company, right? A creative company, like an advertising agency, and the person that doesn't own the creative company is launching a business, and. All that their partner needs to do is help build the brand for them. But they're not going to contribute it to it. And ultimately, the other person doesn't They'll really, really want, want that. I know how that feels. Um, your superpower is... Um, I'm curious what you're going to say. Well, one of them. You have multiples. But oh, one of nice. them... I know, yeah. One of them is like good advice in terms of like getting people to the next step in life. Yes. You're really good at that. Yeah. I don't want any of your advice. None. <laughs> don't give it to me. All right, please. Let's go on to number three. So what was the first one? What do you love? What do you love? Like I've got notes. What do you love is number one. What are you good at? Which another way to say that is... What is your superpower? What's your superpower? And what's number three? Um, what does the world need? Some people say, what does the world need? Or an- another time, other people say, yeah, what... A- there's three ways to answer this one. What does the world need? Different way to say what some people say, what breaks your heart? Mm-hmm. Um, so oftentimes I'll say, what is the problem you feel called to solve? What mm-hmm. is the, what is the problem you're trying to solve in some way? Yeah. All, it's all the same kind of question, but different takes on it. And, and as you're listening, one of those questions might've resonated with you more than a different, and that's fine, but that's all the third category. It's like seeing something in the world that needs your abilities. Mm-hmm. That's where it's like, okay, I'm good at, I'm good at, um, you know, I, I actually love to share the story of my assistant, Kayla. Um, she had a realization five years ago. She said, I am really good at being a support to a super creative individual. With big ideas and big vision, right? She's like the wing woman. Yeah, and and she came to realize that like this is some, and I, I love it. I love helping other people. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at partnering with someone that has a big vision and helping that vision come to life. Yeah, and, and then, she is. She yeah, is and then the third so was just now the question is where where is she going to use that ability to help others? Yeah, that's and good. Um, and we connected. It was funny. We connected at a. Slip and slide kids Slip and party. Slide party. And she started sharing all that. And I was like, whoa, you have superpowers 
that I need. <laughs> it's like a, it's a funny thing, right? But it was like, yeah, okay, so that's a, pr- a really good progression to kind of go, what are the problems you see in this world that you can contribute that amazing superpower, that gift um, yeah. to others? All right, so what's the last? One? And the fourth is, this is like, you know, the tip of the spirit. If these things all work together, the question is, um, can you get paid for doing that? Oh, yeah. Right? And, and what's hard is I feel like... But do you have to get paid? No. I, and okay. I, I actually feel... Like the, the, top, two, the first three are more important. Well, they progress. Okay. But unfortunately, too many people start with the fourth question. Oh. And they're trying, so then the question is, so what are the jobs in this world Uh, that I can get paid for? And then, oh, how do I, how do I kind of integrate what I'm good at in the midst of that? Like it's an, yeah, you know what I mean? It doesn't work that way. Right. It's a progression. You shouldn't be starting with making money. Ooh, that's a, that's a strong statement right there. Yeah. Like I would say. Any project that because I, we're talking about meaningful work, right? So it shouldn't be started with money. It should start with meaning, right? This project, Lover Work. Yes. If we started this project and said, "How how can we make money off of this?" We'd be broke. Right. <laughs> it, it wouldn't have worked. No. Yeah. It, there wouldn't. There isn't an economic engine that drives. What we're doing. What we're doing. Now, sometimes there, I mean, I think on the back end, there might be. Right. There, there may be some economic elements in it. But we started with um, a problem that we saw within in the world our within our community that, and we were like, how do we use our gifts to meet those, that problem, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, so it was a progression. I, number three is way more important than number four. So number three and I will was say this. what does the world need or what is the problem? Yeah, and it's very common that if you find, I will say this, if there really is a need or problem in the world that you feel a sense of purpose or calling to help with because you have a set of skills, superpowers, awesomeness within you, and you're addressing that, guess what? What? There will be ways to pay for that. Oh. I actually, this is where like, yeah. It might take longer than you think. Or a slower curve yeah. or something. And it might not look the way... It might not, it might not actually um, directly match the salary you currently have. Mm. That's good to hear. But there will be ways to support it. You, you said, what would you do if they're looking for it, right? Like, you were like... Right, because I was saying, like, are we chopping the coconut? Is that what... Is that what we're doing? Right. So here's what happens when you start engaging on these things. You start realizing what you're good at and what you're not. What you feel a, a deeper sense of movement towards. What needs you like want to give more in time towards. And what things you're like, ah, that's good for the world, but it's not what I want to give my life to. Right. right. Yeah. And so what you need to do now is be open to trying some things that you haven't experienced yet. Hmm. So I would say maybe short trials totally. of different things. Totally, just experimental volunteering. Even put in yourself in environments or, where where you get to experience something different. Interning in different places, yeah. or just showing yeah. up and being available. 
Yeah, volunteering. Yeah, I like it. Um, I, I think sometimes when you put yourself in those different environments, you learn something new about yourself. Yeah. You, you, cause I, and this is hard. Like if you're sitting and you're listening right now and you're thinking, I listen to this podcast, I get this, I'm, I'm more interested in the marriage and family stuff, but they keep talking about purpose, mm-hmm. but I haven't found that for myself. Mm-hmm. So chances are you're going to have to put yourself in some environments that you haven't currently if you haven't been able to answer those questions. So a little uncomfortable. Yeah. For sure. I also would like to emphasize that um, it's the action. It's the doing to put yourself in that and not just Googling and researching. Because I think we're this generation right now that you can like look everything up online and research things online. And then you're like, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. Or making decisions based off of that versus connecting with people, organizations, opportunities Mm -hmm. where you are actually doing, which takes on a whole new level of meaning Mm. than Google. For sure. Okay. Let's talk about one more thing. Well, a couple more things. What if you are married to someone who is struggling with this or who is stuck? Yeah. And they're like, so one partner doesn't know kind of what to do. And the other partner has got this thing going on either. It's very meaningful work or very, you know, they're just, they're rolling. They're rocking and rolling and they're doing great. Yeah. How do they support help? their partner who could be not quite sure, not yeah. quite there. I mean, first I, I want to say, and you, I think you would agree with this. That's not uncommon. No, we, this is, <laughs> I mean, this is a conversation we probably have once a week. Yeah. So I, if you're listening, I want you to, you probably think, ah, I wish I, or maybe I'm weird or I'm alone. In I'm this. alone or no. It seems like everybody else has it figured out. No. But that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. Um, And it's hard. I think it's hard on both sides of that relationship. I could say something of what not to do based on my experience with you. (laughs) I'd love to hear this. I would just say don't tell them what they should do. (laughs) Yeah. Don't tell them what to do. So... What would you say? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I think there's moments where you can... Mm-hmm. More moments where you should not probably. Yeah, should not. Should not. I mean, I think in in the context of this, it's like the funny thing is your partner probably knows more about your purpose than you give them credit for. Or maybe just your superpowers. Yeah, they do. They, they know, see things. They, and they love know those your things. superpowers maybe more than you do. And so, but when they bring it up, it's like no. Like you get defensive because you want to have that self discovery, <laughs> right? or maybe we're just talking about you and I. No, I, I think that's. I think there's a fa- there's a there's there's a tension in that relationship. Is yeah. finding your purpose a personal thing, or is it a partnership thing? You know, and the truth is, I, I I would not be doing what I'm doing today if you had not spoke into my life on a car ride that we had, and but I. But that you moment, still hang had on. to figure a lot out. But it was special. That moment, I was ready to hear you. Right. There was a lot of chopping of the coconut to get to that for moment. literally 10 years yeah. 
before that moment. And so what I would say is if you're, if you're, partner is in search of their purpose what you should do is be encouraging them to create new experiences to find different things to engage different environments where they could learn more about themselves and more about the problems that they want to be a part of solving right yeah and i think part of that encouraging and support would be even sacrificing some of your own work and time to give them a little bit of measure of room to explore, right? I'm thinking of the mom with young kids or I'm thinking about um, like just, you know, saying, hey, well, then I will, we will make sure that we get a sitter or somebody to watch the kids for two hours a week so that you can go try some different things. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's um that's the support. That is a support. That's not well, you should do this. Well, you right. you know, you know. Well, you should no. Yeah. That's not going to get you very far. Right. It's not going to help anything. Now, if you say well, let me change that thing. Maybe I should watch the kids. Maybe I should book a, a sitter so that you can get the opportunity to try that thing you were considering trying. Or what can I do to that, help you? That's a great question. Like, what could I do to help you achieve this goal or mm-hmm. this opportunity, try this opportunity? Yeah. And I want to I wanna stop and go, this is not just our story. Yeah, we've got... We have worked with hundreds of people that have struggled through this <laughs> and hear this consistently. That's why we're doing this whole episode is because... That's, I think more than ever recently, we've said, well, what if we have, what if I haven't found my purpose in this? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's common. Okay. Well, I got Meaningful another question. Work. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So 2020, I have a dream. I have this idea. Mm-hmm. I ha- I actually do have this vision or this kind of purpose or meaningful work that I want to pursue. But how do I take that first step? Or like, what do I do to, you know, launch that or move forward in that? Yeah. It seems daunting. Yeah. I mean, this is what I do in life um, is people come to me with their ideas. And and over over the podcast right now, this is fun. Now, (laughs) I will say when people come up to us in the middle of a date and, uh, and start pitching me on ideas, it's not as fun for you. <laughs> anyway. It's but part of the job. It is part, part of the of, job. It's part of it. Part of Jeff's job. The questions I would ask you are, what is the problem you're trying to solve? Yeah. Like, have clarity on that. Secondly, why are you the person to solve it? Why I think you? that's critical. Why? We haven't touched on that one yeah, yet. Yeah, why you? Because there has to be a part of it that meaningfully connects to your story. Yeah. That's for us and the work we've done. We've seen it over, I mean, over and over and over and over and over and over again. If the problem, the the thing that breaks your heart, it doesn't connect with some piece of your story, you, you will not do it long term. Right. So it has to somehow, and it's crazy how it integrates into things. The people that it does integrate somehow into their story. That fourth question of how are you going to get paid? It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter because this is why, this is how you're finding meaning in work. 
And they usually, I mean, when we look at all the organizations that like we've worked with, yeah. the successful ones, the ones that make it, the ones that do great are always connected to the deeper story. It's so personal. Yeah. It's so personal. Because you're going to keep fighting. You're yeah. going to go through the struggle and the hardship of it because it connects deep to your heart yeah, and not just because it's some world problem that you think you should solve. No. I mean, that's you, it somehow integrates into your story every time. I like that. Um, so those are the first two questions I would ask. That ad- Additionally, I would say... You know, it's really good to do some small experimental project. Mm. Something short, concrete, actionable, with a timeline, with a budget that you can do something with. I'm going to commit the next three months to XYZ. Like a trial. A trial thing, an experiment. Of your idea. Yep. Like a launch trial. A launch trial. And... So you're not saying go all in, all money, all everything, all your time, all your money. You're saying do a little trial. I mean, we have a great story about this. (laughs) I got involved at a coffee shop, right? Yes, the coffee shop. The coffee shop story. And the coffee shop was awesome. Yes. It was deeply connected (laughs) to your heart and your love of coffee. Yeah. And your love of people connecting with so each many other. Things. So many things. Yes. So it was meaningful. It was so meaningful. It was with a friend that you dearly, dearly love. Yeah. And hang on. You're like, I, so we opened a coffee shop. Yes. Andre said, we're going to give it six months and we're going to give it this amount of money. At the end of six months, what did we do? We had to determine what was going to happen next. Right. We had to reassess. And that project... We invested a significant amount of money. And at six months, you were the one that was like, it's been six months. And I was like, oh, yeah, isn't this great? <laughs> I was like, this has been so much fun. And and ultimately, she's like, yeah, and you have to invest more money. And it was like, no. I mean, it was it was a moment where we had to determine, okay, is this what I'm, is this what we're going to do in life? You know? Yeah. Um, but I say all that to kind of go, take a, take a time to experiment with something. Yeah. Go all in, see what you learn, see how you're going to be connected to it long term. If you're in a place right now where you are starting something, you're starting the year and you're like, I want to, I've always had this idea. I've always had this thing I wanted to pursue. And, you know, I want to, I want to start something. I want to jump in. Um, I mean, that's something we do with Plywood People. We have a program called Path by Plywood that you can do. It costs like 200 bucks. And I was going to say, I feel like we need some concrete, and yeah. that's what PATH does. Yeah. It really dives into each project and gives you really concrete questions, right? I mean, there's like, I kind of explain, like, it's all the questions that your mom are going to ask. This, she's going to ask you, but you don't want to be asked. Yeah. And it's six weeks long. That's you do good. it with a group. It's super, super good. There's video. You, you get together online once a week with the, your cohort. So you don't um, have to be in Atlanta. No, you can do it from anywhere. You can do it from anywhere. And it, the first one is starting, this, I think it's the second week of January. So go to pathbyplywood.com. But listen, I, I don't want this to be like a big pitch thing. But I'm saying this is what we do. If you're wanting to start the year with something like that, feel free to check that out. That's good. Um, but that's the concrete. Yeah, that's something. I that's mean, moving from clouds. the cloud yeah. to the concrete. Yep, to give it action, to get your feet on the ground and start moving. I like that. All right. I feel 
Like we just gave some winner content. Yeah, I mean... Is there anything else you want to add? I do want to add something. Um, There's times when this idea of finding your purpose, finding meaningful work can be discouraging. Mm. Um, You're not finding it. You're not being connected to the people that can help you find it. You've been trying things. You still aren't connected with it. And this is when I think you really need to lean into the people that you love. Like, I think in moments like this, like yeah. your with partner, your partner, when you've tried your stuff, your community, your, you know, your close friends and be like, hey, a really great question to ask them is to say, what do you see in me that I should be pursuing? Mm-hmm. Right. This is where you sit down over coffee or if you don't drink coffee, something different. <laughs> you, you sit down and you ask the question with a notepad and you listen and you write you Whatever write they what say. they say mm-hmm. and think about that. Not in the moment, but Later. for days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think because you might be in a place where you're discouraged, you've been searching, you haven't found the meaningful work that you want. And I have a feeling there's some people that really love you. That know. That know. So what do you see in me that I should do that I am not doing? That's a good way to say it, yeah. Hmm, that's good. It'll be interesting to see what happens from it. You know, I think in this episode, I'm not, I want you guys to hear one of the things that I love to do in life is help to people. help people with this. And I hope that came across today. I. This is your passion. Yeah, I mean, I This have, is your superpower. Well, I don't, it's interesting to say that, but I will say the things that have brought me great joy in life are to see people that have pursued this journey for themselves. It's interesting. I get invited to all these launch parties of things. Mm -hmm. And to get invited to a party and to see a person that's scared to be pursuing this dream, Mm. this purposeful work that they have, but then me looking in the back corner, seeing how their story lined up to that moment. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, I, I always drive home thinking yeah this is why this is a big part of why i was made why you do what you do yeah well we thank you guys for listening and we really do hope that this is an encouragement to you for 2020 and the future but just even just for right now in whatever you're doing and however you're trying to pursue meaningful work We hope this encourages you. We hope that if you have any further questions or you have more, um, that you would, you know, DM us or um, message us for sure. But also really check out Plywood People. Um, Jeff does this for his life work and he's been doing it for over a decade and he's really, really good at it. And so check out Plywood People, check out the PATH program. And get involved and try doing something and try putting that idea, try putting that kind of question out there and try putting it down to concrete and making it happen. It's 2020. Let's do this thing. This is your year. (laughs) Let's do this thing. All right. That's another episode of Love or Work. Thanks for listening.
This episode was produced by Matt Owen for Soul Graffiti Productions. 